start to give from your heart, from your overflow. Start to stand in what you love so much. Become the spokesperson of what you believe in. Become the spokesperson of the soul of your business. And the right people will naturally feel drawn towards that. In that way, your work becomes a gift to the people. Welcome to the Seeing in the Dark podcast. The podcast for new ways of leading and doing business. No more separation between money, power and leadership and being a deeply spiritual human being. Seeing in the dark is about walking paths that have not been walked before and truly making a change in a world in which old ways are crumbling. My name is Nicole Nima Costeres, CEO of a multiple six-figure soul-based business and here to take you into the mysteries of purpose, power, intuition and soul-based leadership. May you embody your own unique essence so deeply that your vibration naturally teaches, inspires and assists others. Let's dive in. I want to share with you three ways on how you can let the mystery be your strategy. And what I mean with that is that it doesn't mean that you cannot implement any strategies in your business, because this is beautiful. You can do that. But what I mean with letting the mystery be your strategy is that 80% of your business is based on your essence, your intuition, and your connection with the deeper intelligence of life, meaning with the whispers, the intuitive whispers, the creativity that finds your way, like the waves of resonance that you ride. And 20% are the structures and strategies that can support that, not the other way around, not strategizing to make things happen or to like whatever. So number one is always let your intuition and the synchronicities that you're sensing be your main guide, no matter who is your teacher. Even the things I'm saying here during these three days, if your intuition says, oh no, this doesn't resonate, then don't take it on because your inner guide knows better than anyone else. Do we have some dead angles sometimes with our own patterns and behaviors? Sure, but we will bump into them naturally right? And sometimes it asks us to open for a teacher or a guide and try things out to see and rediscover ourselves, but always let your own inner guidance be your main guide. Very important. And I think a continuous deepening in practice also. Second one, and this connects to what we've been doing yesterday, have a vision or even a plan, but always hold it with an open hand. Hold it with an open hand. Because if we become rigid about our plans, we might miss out on some serious magic, right? If I would have held on to my plan to go to Japan, I would have missed out on this whole experience I had in Benin, right? If I would have held on to my return flight back to Amsterdam, I would have missed out on my whole initiation. So yes, it's beautiful to plan. I think it's also important to do so because it can give a sense of ease and like knowing where you're going, but always be like with the deeper knowing that the planning is there to hold it with an open hand because life might have like a slight shift of directions and actually a very, very important shift of direction to follow. The third one is to trust the intelligence that is working you. Trust, trust the things that happen in your life. Like even if you create something 
and nobody signs up or one person signs up, it doesn't mean there is anything wrong with the quality of you or the quality of what you're offering. I actually had quite a few times that I create a program and nobody signed up. And it was the perfect thing because it triggered exactly the right things that needed to be triggered in me to create more space within myself. Remember, we talked about this also to create more space within you emotionally, energetically, spiritually, and mentally. So if you launch a thing and one person signs up and you're like, oh my God, maybe this person will see me as a failure and all these things, they need to come up so that you can learn to relax with it. So trust the intelligence that is working you. What seems to go wrong might be actually the exact medicine that you need right now. And here again comes in, how do you relate with what happens to you? Because you cannot really control, right, what happens to you, but you can control how you respond to it. So for me, the times where I had nobody signed up or one person signed up, it was a really important process for me. I had to maybe release some fear of rejection, or I had to face some other fears within myself, some insecurities. So it was beautiful, painful, beautiful. <laughs> to remember that your challenges of today are your embodied transmission of tomorrow. If you can face your challenges like that, that'll make it so much easier. And I want to talk with one other question already, because I kept them for the end, but this one comes up also that I want to share with you. I see this in a lot of women that I work with. A lot of women that feel very responsible and set super high standards for themselves. That can be perfectionistic or like really, really high standards. So high that it starts to block you, limit you, yeah? And what's really important, and it also connects to the, the zero or the one or the two signups that we sometimes get, um, is to learn to become okay with failure. Learn to become okay with failure. Because this is something that we're trying to avoid in so many ways, and it just creates a whole lot of tension. So what these situations like zero or one signup can offer is to learn to become okay because in our mind it might be like oh no now I'm a failure and my work is not of not of enough quality and seeing people are not signing up and it means this and this and that and in essence it means absolutely nothing because when I look now at women of ancient futures it's a beautiful flowing business and I've had these times where nobody was signing up and it was not at the beginning it was actually like a few years ago Or it was actually with a new offer. Last year, there was even one offer where only like maybe four or five people signed up where normally I have much bigger groups, right? So when you learn to become okay with what you would define as failure, in essence, it's not failure at all, but the things that you would define as failure, can you learn to relax more with that, become more okay with that? Because what the teaching of failure holds is to not take things so seriously. Like when we go into our business, suddenly everything needs to be very serious. You know, everything needs to work out. Otherwise, I'm a failure. And if you don't sign up, it means I'm a failure. Like, oof, right? So failure can teach us to remember to stay playful, to remember to try out things. Like a child, like when you start walking, you sometimes fall, you just get up and try a new technique or try a new direction. It's fine to remember to be playful and not take things too seriously. 
Because the more you can stay in connection with your playfulness, the more your creativity can also flow, actually. The more you start to push yourself into perfection, the more contraction and the less creativity can actually flow. Yeah. So one question here, how do you know if it's intuition, not fear? It's a beautiful question because for me, they often go hand in hand. They often go hand in hand because when my intuition calls me into a direction, almost immediately there's also fear. At least if it's a, it's like it's like a bit uncomfortable direction, right? So for me, often they come hand in hand. But I will ask all of you a question. When you feel deeply guided by your intuition, what do you then feel in your body? Like when your intuition whispers like this way, come this way, or something inside you just know, I want to do this. What do you feel? What are the sensations in your body when your intuition speaks to you or when your clarity is sensible? It feels inevitable and kind of right. Excitement and knowing, calmness. It's like a deep pool coming from my underbelly. Yes, I feel a warm feeling in my belly, ease. My heart speaks to me without doubts. I just know aliveness and joy. It's a knowing an energized whirl in my whole body. Yes, excitement and peace, but also immediate fear. Exactly. So this is why you don't necessarily have to know, is it excitement or fear, or is it intuition or fear? You just have to know what for me it feels like is at the core of it all, I just know it's right. And around that, I can sometimes be shaking with fear. But at the core, I just feel a sense of it's right. I know it. And when I doubt, usually it starts to repeat itself over time. Yeah. I, for example, I want to create this whole new uh, festival in the fall around a theme that was really scary for me. And it took me two years, two years where all the time I was saying to my partner, I, I really don't want to do it. It's just way too scary. And it was two years of preparing me before I was ready. Right. But inside the whole two years, I knew this is knocking on my door, but also I was shaking with fear. So sometimes it's also necessary that these intuitive whispers repeat for a while, just because they want to clear out enough of the fears that we can keep breathing, basically. Now, when something doesn't feel aligned for me, at the core of it all, usually it stays either without energy or slightly contracted or just like a, you know, like at the core of it. But this is also practicing. And the only way to find out is to start following it. And the more you start following your intuition, the more you will learn to distinguish between what doesn't resonate and what does resonate. The more you will find trust in your intuition and the more you can stay standing in it, even when you are shaking with fear. Yeah, so my story in Benin with like one month of the all these waves of resonance is not just something for me. It's for all of us. Not that all of us go to Benin, but it's just for all of us that we have the potential to live a life that is fully guided by intuition and resonance, that is fully in communion with that deeper intelligence of life. It's for all of us. But it starts with prioritizing your intuition over anything else. It starts with taking those steps that you know within are right, but maybe they make you shake with fear. So it's to release all those yes buts. Remember what one of my teachers said, write all your yes buts on the ass list and wipe it. To do that, release yourself from all the yes buts and truly welcome your greatness. 
truly welcome your greatness. There were also some of you saying, okay, I would love to do all of this, but I'm already a mother or I have a family and I already have maybe even a part-time job already. Where to start? Like, uh, Also then, just remember that the soul of your business is choosing you for a reason. And that includes the situation that you're in. It includes the life that you are living. To trust that. I also started my business when I had a full-time job as a social worker, right? And I started to offer my massages in the evenings, like maybe one a week, then two a week. And slowly I started to go from full-time to three days a week in my social work to two days a week. Like you can, you will find your way. Start with this one thing. There is a lot of other beautiful questions that I want to go into. Some of you have been reaching out to me with some questions about the mastermind. So... The You Are Soul Leader Mastermind is what I would call a high-level support. It means that during these six months, I will walk beside you to step-by-step build and expand your business with a solid foundation. It's a mastermind that most of the women that join are coaches, body workers, healers, uh, teachers, facilitators. We've had some singers and dancers joining, uh, artists, creatives. Um, Most of them are along the lines of those professions. It's a mastermind for you if you want to let yourself be supported in the process with your business. Like I was sharing, if you feel like, okay, my strong independent woman really can use a break and relax a bit more. And to remember that, okay, I actually don't have to do it by myself. I can let myself be supported. Then this mastermind can be for you. It's also for you if you want to have an online business or if you have an online business and you want to expand that or redefine that or uh, grow that. And it can also be in combination with in-person work because this is also a combination that I have, right? So it's only online or a combination of online and in-person. And it is for you if you feel it's time to say yes to that next layer of your expansion that is knocking on your door. Now, what I mean with high-level support is that we will have calls to sit down and you receive my personal feedback on the offers that you have or want to create. I also often send video feedback and I go over everything in your offer and send you the feedback on how you can improve it or maybe some different things that you can add on or some feedback for your offers. Also, I will give you my personal feedback on your content on your marketing and how you can let the two work together. I will show you ways how to grow your audience organically and attract the right clients for you. And my experience here is when you truly, because there's one of the questions that came in, how do I attract the right clients? Because I don't seem to attract the right clients. When this was happening for me and my development with my business, it was because I was hiding some very essential parts of myself. And the more I dared to show these parts of myself, the more I dared to come out and unhide myself, the more I started to naturally attract the right clients towards me. So that's one thing that we work on deeply also during these six months together. Also, I'm offering ways to sell authentically without feeling that you need to push or trying to get something. Like one of the questions... I really want to find this one for a moment. It's a really good question. Yes, someone said, I feel good about my offers and pricing, but I can't get anyone to buy. And I know that many of us, if not all of us, have gone through this or are in it now. 
So I feel good about the offers and pricing, but I can't get anyone to buy. Here, what I want to say as an answer is stop trying to get and start giving. Because there is something about that energy of trying to get that repulses people. Just imagine when a friend knocks on your door and this person is like trying to get something, but it's not really voicing it. It's just a little bit of a yucky energy. So one of the things in this mastermind together, what we focus on is to release that need of trying to get something. If I would be here in these three days and I would try to get you all into my mastermind in a bit of a yucky way, you would sense it and it would just feel a bit off, right? So start trying to give, not try, start to give from your heart, from your overflow, start to stand in what you love so much. Become the spokesperson of what you believe in. Become the spokesperson of the soul of your business. And the right people will naturally feel drawn towards that. In that way, your work becomes a gift to the people. And it doesn't mean that's for free, but your essence and your work becomes a gift to the people instead that you need to try and get something. So one of the things we work on is to release that neediness that can be underneath. And it's not like just to punish yourself, but it is an energy that we can slip into in our businesses, a certain neediness. Yeah. So stop trying to get and start giving. Okay. A few more things about the mastermind. It's also a space where I will over and over and over again, invite you and remind you of your greatness, your power and your unique gifts. So one of the things that the women love the most, like there's one practice that they absolutely love the most. I don't know if some of the women of the mastermind are here. Maybe you can let me know also in the chat. Um, But they love the essence reading that we're doing. Usually not once, but twice during the mastermind where you receive reflections of your essence, like to really be seen in your unique gifts and welcome your greatness to come out. It's a space where we find your one core message underneath all your gifts, especially when you're a multi-passionate woman and you're like, oh my God, it's like, uh, finding that one core message underneath it all. And I found that even when your business evolves and changes, when the expression of your business changes, your one core message or your one core vibration doesn't change much. For me, it's been the same for like 20 years now, even though the expression of my business changed drastically. So this is something we dive into in the six months to find that one core message that doesn't really change much throughout your life. I will guide you back into trust in the moments you wobble, in the moments you meet those gatekeepers of fear, doubt, and overwhelm, which will happen inevitably. And I will offer you also ways to guide yourself back into trust and surrender. Because that's important to me that at the end of our six months together, that you feel resourced enough to walk that path, to stay in with your business, no matter what, not as long as. And finding a deep sense of safety within yourself in your mission and in your life. We focus also in a one full month on making space for larger amounts of money, power, and support in your life. Money, power, and support. The three things that can also feel a bit yucky for many women that come into my space. There is some stuff around money and around power, right? Simply because we have a lot of bad examples of this in the world. So 
making space for larger amounts of money, power, and support. And then lastly, I'll be your cheerleader for six months, celebrating with you, cheering you on when it feels a bit scary. We have an amazing community space where women are celebrating, where they say, oh, I really need some support now. And I am there. I'm there with you. And we are there with each other in the group where you can see that we all go through the same fears and doubts and we can cheer each other on. So know also that if you feel a pool and you are like, hmm, is this for me? Then feel free also to send me a message on Facebook or Instagram or through email and we can do like a short check-in as well. Do you want to hear some more answers for questions? Yeah. Ah, what is it? My core message. Beautiful question. Yes. So my deepest core message or my deepest calling is seeing people experiencing a deep connection with their intuition and the mystery of life. That's it. And that has been the case since I'm 18 years old, all the way up to today. And sometimes it was expressing in me being a medium. Sometimes it was expressing through me being an intuitive coach or an art coach. Then it was expressing through me organizing wild woman events. Uh, now it's also in business, working with business and women. But it's the same. The same calling is underneath it all. It's seeing people experiencing the, the connection to their intuition and the mystery of life. We'll do a few more questions. Ah, yeah, this is a good one. Someone had a resistance towards marketing and she was a bit writing as if marketing was a little bit of a thing. <laughs> and I understand because marketing is often uh, taught in a way that it includes some form of manipulation. Yeah. So she said, can I just attract clients from uh, connecting vibrationally and trust that people will come from there? I don't want to do marketing as it feels like pushing. Okay, what I'm going to invite everybody in, because I imagine that some here resonate with that, yeah? That marketing feels like manipulation or that marketing feels a bit yucky. Marketing is beautiful and marketing is nothing else than standing in the fullness of who you are and what you bring. That's marketing. And showing the fullness of your products and offers. That's marketing. So you're showing the fullness of your products and offers and you're standing in the fullness of who you are and what you bring. And yes, of course, you work on your vibration. Um, it's very important work that you vibrationally feel that you can sell these offers, vibrationally feel that you have these qualities. Sure. But that only that. I would say is not enough. It's also about daring to stand in the fullness of what you bring and also to give your offers a stage, like put them in the spotlight because they're so worth it to be seen, right? Like you, and this is how I love to see it. You have the soul of your business, but it cannot really speak for itself. I mean, it can energetically in a way, but you are the spokesperson for the soul of your business right? To, and to really take that stage. If it's not for you, then do it for the soul of your business, because this being deserves it to receive a stage and be seen and be spotlighted and highlighted. Ah, yeah. One more. One woman asked, how do I decide on my content when the algorithm of social media is all the time changing? I would say, forget the algorithm. 
Of course, sometimes maybe it's nice to know a little bit what's going on in the algorithm and social media, but overall, prioritize your aliveness, share from your aliveness, share that day, what was your insight? Like, what uh, do you feel passionate to share about today? That always does so much better than to try to figure out what the algorithm is doing. And then you feel a victim of the algorithm and then your energy drops and then you feel closed and then your creativity cannot flow anymore. So don't try to battle or figure out the algorithm because it is changing all the time. But if you can prioritize the connection again to your aliveness and share from there, it's beautiful. Like even a few months ago, the algorithm was changing and I saw my posts go from very high engagement, whoop, boom, like that in one day. I can do two things then. I can start to try and figure out what's happening and try to like adjust myself to it and it's it's becoming heavy. Or I can just stay connected to inspiration and continue sharing. Maybe you do a little bit of research, but don't make it more important than your own aliveness and your own inspiration and creativity. Oh yeah, someone asked, how how do women get to know my services? And also here, I feel like the, the more I've been unhiding myself over the years, the more women naturally find me, but also the more support I have allowed from my coaches and mentors that would just help me how I can set up a beautiful structure in my business that can show more to the world. Because in those 10 years, I've always grown my business organically. I never used advertisements. I never used any anything like that. I might start using that this year, but so far it has always been organically. Yeah. So it has been a lot of word of mouth. It has been sharing myself online. It has been sharing myself in my podcast, in my um, in my weekly emails. Um, it has been organically. But energetically, it has been me unhiding and daring to stand in my greatness. Okay, I'll take a look at the chat. Do you think everyone can have a business of herself? I don't think it is for everyone. But I do believe that if you feel the call in your heart, yes, at least it's worth it to go with it. Yes. And you might discover along the way that it's not for you. I don't think having a business is for everyone. But one quality that you... What capacities are really needed to do this? To become comfortable with discomfort is one of them. And to really love what you do. To really love what you do. Because you need to face some obstacles along the way, right? So I just know whatever obstacle comes my way, I will do this because I love it so much, you know? So if it's not something that you really, really love, or at least is evolving into something that you really, really love, then I think it can also become heavy. So I would say that, becoming comfortable with discomfort and really loving what you're doing. Yeah, something that feels aligned to your soul and to your heart and to who you are. Something that nourishes you as well, right? Because when you feel nourished, it's easy to stay in connection with your mission. It's easy to share from overflow. I want to thank you so much, everyone. Thank you for your inness. Thank you for your shares, your openness, your vulnerability. Uh, yeah, thank you for journeying with me. Yeah, may this continue to guide you on your on your journey. And for the ones who feel that pull towards the mastermind, I warmly welcome you. If you have any questions, then I warmly invite you to send me a message on Instagram or Facebook or an email. And yeah. 
I wish you the most amazing journey with your soul business and with embodying your essence to the depth. Yeah, I wish you a beautiful day, a beautiful evening, depending on where you are in the world and would love to see you soon again. Much love. Bye. Did you receive any inspiration, motivation or powerful breakthroughs by listening to this episode? Then please share this episode by taking a screenshot and tagging me in your stories at nicole.nima.costeres. I would love to celebrate you, share you in my stories, and it would mean so much to have my work reach more powerful, passionate women like you. Thank you so much and looking forward to see you next week.